if the Tennessee Titans could steal any player from a team in the AFC South, Trevor Lawrence has to be at the top of the list. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, we're going to have some fun on today's show to cap off the week here on the Locked On Titans podcast. If the Tennessee Titans could steal a player off their divisional rivals, who would they take? We are going to start, obviously, with Jacksonville. And in my mind, I would take Trevor Lawrence 10 out of 10 times and kick Ryan Tannehill to the Curb. Before I dive into my reasons why, though, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every weekday. Remember, Monday through Friday, daily Tennessee Titans content on all apps, all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Shout out to my everydayers out there as well. Tuning in Monday through Friday. Couldn't do it without you. Let me know down below in the comments if you're an everydayer. Also, throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now. Helps the channel out a lot. And like I said, the show is always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. We are getting closer and closer to training camp. So next week, we are going to cap off our... We got to dive into the secondary next week. And of course, could get DeAndre Hopkins news. A lot of things could be coming down the pipe for the Titans as we get closer to training camp. So don't miss any of that. Get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. But as I said, Trevor Lawrence for the Jacksonville Jaguars would be my immediate pick. And if I could take any player off any of the divisional rivals in the AFC South, Trevor Lawrence would be at the top of the list no matter what. And look, I know that some of you guys, because you're Tennessee Titans fans, you know, just in nature, you're never going to give the the respect to a a player on your rival. And, And that's just part of being a fan. And I understand people who have that kind of predisposition. But for me, it's just so obvious that Trevor Lawrence is everything the Titans have always wanted at corner at quarterback. I mean, all of us right now are begging and dying and wishing and hoping for a Trevor Lawrence, for a young quarterback that's good right away. And look, you can count Trevor Lawrence's rookie year against him if you want, but in my opinion, last year was his rookie year. He had literally one of the worst NFL coaches in the history of the sport in Urban Meyer. In the history of the sport, and still threw for 3,600 yards. You know what I mean? While they were going three for 14 with just terrible, terrible, hideous coaching. So to me, last year was really Trevor Lawrence's rookie season and led the team to the playoffs, led the team to a divisional championship, threw for 4,100 yards. Ryan Tannehill has never done that with the Titans. He's never done that while in Tennessee. 66% completion percentage, 25 passing touchdowns, only eight interceptions, dropped it from 17 in his rookie year. I mean, incredible improvements. Incredible improvements. So I get it. 
Trevor Lawrence did not play very well in that game against the Titans at the end of the year. He did not. So a lot of Titans fans are just like, hey, this guy, he didn't play all that great. Why do I think he's awesome? But guys, Trevor Lawrence was considered one of the best quarterback prospects that we've seen in recent memory when he was drafted number one overall just a few years ago. He was amazing at Clemson. And maybe everybody got a little low on him because of that first year, but my God. I mean, Trevor Lawrence in one postseason run has five passing touchdowns in the playoffs. I think that's the total for Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. Might even be less than that. So, Trevor Lawrence, young. I think Trevor Lawrence is already a better player than Ryan Tannehill right now. No question about it in my mind. There is not one person on this earth who doesn't root for the Tennessee Titans that would take Ryan Tannehill over Trevor Lawrence. Right now, not even to mention their age. Not even to mention they can get better and Trevor Lawrence is young and will get even better and go forward. Trevor Lawrence is already a better playoff performer than Tannehill. He's already a better player than Ryan Tannehill. I would cut Ryan Tannehill so fast if I could add Trevor Lawrence to this team. We just have to cut the crap, be honest with ourselves. All of us would die for a Trevor Lawrence, man. Figuratively speaking, of course. You know what I mean? But I have been waiting for a Trevor Lawrence on the Titans my entire time I've been a fan, 25 years. All I've wanted was a Trevor Lawrence. And the Titans have never gotten one. I mean, they've never had one. So, I don't see how there's any argument here. I think if you say that there is an argument for somebody else, or you would say you would take Ryan Tannehill over Trevor Lawrence, you're just lying to yourself. Again, if nobody who isn't a Titans fan would agree with you, then maybe it's time to examine what you think there. But to me, hands down, it's Trevor Lawrence. That's the number one player I'd take off a different team in the AFC South. And when it comes to Jacksonville, obviously, that would be the choice. But there were some other options I at least thought about. Calvin Ridley would help. Christian Kirk would help. Wide receiver, obvious. And then Trevon Walker. I just believe that Trevon Walker is a, a versatile piece. He could be an even better version of Harold Landry. He's, you know, number one pick pedigree, so that makes sense. I considered those names, but, I mean, this is a slam dunk for Trevor Lawrence. If you disagree with me, let me know down below who you would go with from the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we're going to move forward and talk about the Houston Texans. And I think that's pretty much a slam dunk as well. But before we get into all that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or just scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. When you're looking at your first overall pick in your fantasy drafts in 2023, it is okay to get downright giddy about doing the gritty, and that means picking Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. He is going to be a guaranteed fit for your roster. I have the first pick in one of my fantasy drafts this year, and I am going to be selecting Justin Jefferson. Over the past two seasons, Jefferson has led the NFL in both receptions 
and receiving yards. He's going to continue to be a dominant number one option and a target monster in Minnesota. Jefferson is a guaranteed fit to ignite the rest of your fantasy football lineup towards winning success. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle, with eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories right at your fingertips. You can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, say goodbye to sweating it if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you'll know that you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle needs is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, all you got to do is look for the green check mark. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. fans let's continue today's edition of the locked on titans podcast breaking down what player we would steal from the afc south division rivals we talked about jacksonville first and to me that's a slam dunk with trevor lawrence let me know down below in the comments if you disagree but i'm going to dive into the houston texans now and i think quite honestly this one is a slam dunk as well but before we get into it do want to thank you guys for making the locked on titans podcast your first listen each and every day, remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all apps and always for free. Get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Shout out to my everydayers out there, just so you guys know, next week, we're going to do a positional preview of the safeties and the cornerbacks. Going to talk a little bit more DeAndre Hopkins and get ready for training camp, so make sure that you don't miss any of the great content coming your way here on the Locked on Titans podcast. But with that being said, let's talk about the Houston Texans, okay? Not a lot of options on the roster that aren't rookies, quite honestly. Most of the guys that I considered are either rookies or going into their second year, but the top choice was not one of those young guys, but it was obvious all along, and it's Laramie Tunsil. I mean, if Laramie Tunsil isn't the best offensive tackle in the NFL because you know, Trent Williams exists in San Francisco. Then it's Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil has been absolutely incredible. And really, it's insane that the Dolphins traded him and now the Dolphins have offensive line issues. You never trade somebody who's top three at their position. You simply don't do that because those are the players that you're trying to find. So if the Titans had the ability to steal that sort of player, that would be perfect. And it comes back to this. Well, it's two factors. Number one, I think that Laramie Tunsil was freaking awesome, as I just explained. But number two, I do not believe in Andre Dillard, guys. That's just what it comes down to at the end of the day. I don't believe that Dillard is a long-term, maybe not even a short-term answer 
at left tackle. That remains to be seen. I don't have the confidence that maybe some of you guys do that Dillard is a starting left tackle in the NFL. We've talked about it, but the reality remains. Dillard got beat out by a seventh-round rookie that was a rugby player and has been on the bench for his entire career. And when he's come in, he's played okay in different spots. But it's not like when Dillard comes in, he plays fantastic football, and it's like, oh, that guy's just waiting to be a starter. That That's not what his play would tell you. The Titans are projecting Andre Dillard as a starter. They're giving him a chance to be a starter. But there is no guarantee, and I don't even think it's likely that Andre Dillard is good enough to be a starter in the NFL. So the Titans are really, really risking it and really banking on something that we have never seen before. So if you want to get in the comments and tell me there's no way you'd take Tunsil because they have Andre Dillard, that to me is the same thing as saying there's no way that you would take Trevor Lawrence because the Titans have Ryan Tannehill. It's insanity. It's insanity. So to me, this one wasn't really that hard. Um, Look it up and down the Texans roster. I mean, outside of Derek Stingley at cornerback, who I definitely consider. I think Stingley has a ton of talent, obviously drafted number three overall um, last season or last draft. Stingley had an up and down rookie year, but I think a lot of that has to do with the situation the Texans were in. Terrible coaching, bad team, bad roster. Uh, Stingley guy coming from LSU. You think he's going to give his all? I don't know. That's that's doubtful. So, Stingley was an option because I think he is going to be a very good cornerback in the league. And Christian Fulton's going to be gone after the year. Sean Murphy Bunting's on a one-year deal. The Titans still need cornerback depth badly. Um, but outside of him, you got to look at the top two picks that the Houston Texans had in this year's draft. Will Anderson? I still think, and this is why I was okay, if the Titans missed out on the offensive linemen, I was okay with them going with an edge rusher, whether it be Lucas Van Ness or whether it be uh, Tyree Wilson dropping down, something like that. I would have been okay with the Titans going with edge rusher if they couldn't get one of the top offensive linemen because, honestly, Harold Landry's coming back off an ACL, and Harold Landry was never a top-tier isolated pass rusher. He's more of a versatile chess piece type player. That's where his value comes from. He's not like a pure number one dominant pass rusher. Um, And Arden Key and Rashad Weaver have both shown that they're more role players in my opinion, than actual starters. So if the Titans had a bona fide, certified number one edge rusher that was a threat to get 15-plus sacks every year, that would be huge. And I think Will Anderson maybe has the chance to be a guy like that. So I definitely considered that option as well, and that was on the table. But if you really made me skip on Laramie Tunsil, and you really made me take somebody from the Texans, it would be the player that I think should have ended up with the Titans all along, and that's C.J. Stroud. If the Texans would have just done one more boneheaded thing and taken Will Anderson. Oh, man. I fully believe, and quite honestly, I have double-sourced at this point, that the Titans were going to trade up to number three to get C.J. Stroud. That was the plan. And I'll always know in the back of my mind that they were just one pick away. One pick away from having Stroud on the team. And maybe Stroud doesn't work out. Maybe it's not good in Houston. All that, but I just think it's going to be incredibly tough for for the years to come for the Titans having to go against Stroud and Trevor Lawrence, man. I mean, I believe in those guys. 
I just I believed in them before they got drafted. I believed in them when they were in college, and I believe in them now. So if I didn't take Tunsil, I would take Stroud. But at the end of the day, Stroud is a rookie, and I think for this season, Tannehill will be a better player. So, but just this year. Ask me next year, and I bet my answer could be pretty different. But with that being said, that is the Jaguars. That is the Texans. It's time to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. And my God, it was a much, much tougher decision than I anticipated going through the Colts roster. But before we get into that, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are literally the best shorts that I've ever had. So let me break it down for you. I have two pairs of athletic shorts that are like workout shorts. They're absolutely fantastic. And then I have a pair of khaki shorts, but they're the same material as the workout shorts. So they're incredibly breathable. They're incredibly flexible. They're sweat wicking as well. So they're not going to stink and get all gross and and be hard to dry out in the summer. Think about that. Cotton shorts that are restrictive and boxy and look dumb on you. Never again. Never again because Bird Dogs is here to save the day. I'm wearing my Bird Dogs right now. I always do on Thursdays. Uh, I got a pair of joggers from Bird Dogs to go along with the three pairs of shorts. I mean, I don't know what else to say. They are truly the most comfortable shorts I've ever worn. And the best thing is you don't wear underwear with the shorts. They have a built-in liner. Super comfortable on the you know wears. Not going to dive into it. It's a family program. But if you know, you know. So, go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL or just enter the promo code LockedOnNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL or just use that promo code LockedOnNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We're doing players that we would steal off the Titans divisional rivals Talked about Trevor Lawrence to start. Talked about Laramie Tunzel in the middle section. Now I want to finish off with the Indianapolis Colts. And my God, this was a lot tougher than I expected. But before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast where it's your team Every day, and of course, shout out to my everydayers out there as well. But I know that like the immediate name that comes to mind when you think about the Colts roster is Quentin Nelson. I get that, but guys, can we just have a talk about Quentin Nelson? Quentin Nelson is one of those guys who has gotten the respect of Tennessee Titans fans. We all know that he's a good player, but let me just say this. Last season... Quentin Nelson allowed five sacks and 31 pressures. In 2020, he allowed one sack and 15 pressures. In 2021, he allowed one sack and 15 pressures. 
So this guy went from giving up one sack a season and 15 pressures for two years in a row to having more than those two seasons combined last year. Now, I think a lot of that has to do with the Colts as a roster in general uh, regressing in a major way. They had way worse quarterback play as well. I think that factors into it. He had worse offensive line play around him, which factors into it. But all I'm saying is, Quentin Nelson isn't like the slam dunk, gotta take Quentin Nelson option that maybe he would have been a year or two ago. I'm just saying there's some regression there. It's crazy too because Quentin Nelson is only 27 years old. I, I find that absolutely insane. I thought he was older than that. Feels like he's been in the league for all eternity, but it's been uh, five years. I mean, that's, that is crazy to me. A com- incredibly decorated first five years. Absolutely, but seeing some regression. And when the Colts offensive line isn't as good and they don't have all these old quarterbacks who get rid of the ball real fast, some warts start to pop up. So I would probably have to go with Quentin Nelson. I mean, all of that to say this, you know, I I would probably pick Quentin Nelson. You put him in at guard. You can move Skaronsky to right tackle and he can replace Nicholas Petit Ferrer forever for all I care. The Titans' offensive line is probably better in that state with Quentin Nelson on it than otherwise. I think that's pretty much a a certified fact. But at the end of the day, the Colts have two tall, rangy, wide receivers that I think either of them could really help the Titans' offense. Alec Pierce is who I would go with first because he's a younger player with more upside, in my opinion. But of course, you have Michael Pittman as well has had some good moments. So I really contemplated going one of the two wide receivers. Because it's crazy we're going to go through this entire list and I'm not going to take a wide receiver off another team. But at the end of the day, there are just better options. So Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman were considerations for me. No way around it. They were considerations. And then on the defensive side of the ball, DeForest Buckner, Quiddy Pay. I want to throw in Shaquille Leonard in there, formerly known as Darius Leonard. Um, honestly, once he changed his name, his, his career fell off a cliff. He's had back issues. It, when he's been out on the field, he hasn't looked good. I mean, the Colts, I forget whether it was the first matchup or the second matchup. I think it was the second matchup against the Colts. But the Colts literally took Buckner or took Leonard off the field because he was killing him on defense. The Titans were attacking him. So I just feel like while Leonard, in theory, is one of the best at his position, I'm going to have to see that again before I think that. So I considered DeForest Buckner and Quiddy Pay because, hey, you know me, I love pass rush, so any more that I can get, sure, let's go ahead and do it. But at the end of the day, I did settle on Quentin Nelson. But again, Colts roster. Ugh. Some of their former best players regressing. Ugh. It was definitely tougher than I thought. But let me know down below who you would have selected for all three teams. Let me know if you agree with mine, disagree with mine. And of course, as I said, let me know your selection. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. That is going to do it for this week of the Locked on Titans podcast. I'll be back with you guys next week, of course. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Time it up. And this is Locked on Titans.